This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. It is 1030 in the evening here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Now, the month of May is dedicated to our Blessed Mother Mary. The church dedicates, the Catholic Church dedicates the entire month of May to our Blessed Mother Mary. So every week during this message, during these during this podcast, every week during this month of May has been dedicated to our Blessed Mother Mary, and this week will be no different. And this week uh, is the conclusive message. And I... This idea, this concept was first given to me at the beginning of the month, and I, I couldn't wait to get to this point because I knew that Jesus and Mary wanted this message to tie together tightly. So I want to go back 104 years ago. 104 years ago in Fatima, Portugal, something miraculous was happening. Our Blessed Mother Mary was appearing to children at Fatima, Portugal. Began on May 13, 1917, on the 13th of every month, with the final apparition occurring on October the 13th, 1917. Now, for the first five of those apparitions, it was the children. For the final apparition, the one in October, all were invited. And there were 70,000 eyewitnesses in Fatima, Portugal, including many news journalists, just many people that were just curious. And what they witnessed that day did not disappoint. It's known as the miracle of the sun. Eyewitnesses declared they saw the sun dancing in the sky. It is to my recollection that it was a very rainy day, muddy, rainy. And all of a sudden the sun came out and it literally danced in the sky. For the amount of time, I'm not 100% sure, but I know that onlookers declared the sun danced in the sky. And it led to many conversions. The fact is, is these messages at Fatima, 104 years ago, are well-documented, well-documented. And one of the great promises that our Blessed Mother makes at Fatima, Portugal, 104 years ago, our Blessed Mother says, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. In the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. Now, we spoke... Uh, last week or the week before last, about how it's God's desire that the world will be devoted to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. See, our Blessed Mother Mary is always pointing to God, always pointing to Jesus. As a matter of fact, the very prayer that she taught at Fatima, I want you to hear this if you've never heard it before. Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of thy mercy. Amen. Our Blessed Mother Mary taught that very prayer at Fatima. What is she? She's leading to Jesus, right? She's not misleading. She's leading to Jesus. So it's, we, we, we have to understand that it is God's desire that we have a relationship with our mother. Now, with regards to this great promise, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. Our Blessed Mother then says that a period of peace will be granted to the world. A period of peace will be granted to the world. Remember this. 
Now, I've done specific messages on this flame of love devotion. In this flame of love, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward to 1961 to 1982. In Hungary, Jesus and Mary appear to Elizabeth Kindleman in Hungary. These messages are, again, well-documented and fully approved by the Catholic Church. The message is entitled, The Flame of Love. Matter of fact, let me just read a couple things in this, about this flame of love. I'm going to tell a quick story. On the front of the book, this is what it actually reads. This is what Jesus said to Elizabeth Kindleman. The renewal of the earth will take place through the power and imploring force of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Jesus also said, The grace from the flame of my mother's immaculate heart will be to your generation. What Noah's ark was to his generation. And then on the back of the book, it reads this verbatim. These heavenly communications given by our Lord and Our Lady to Elizabeth Kinman between the years 1961 and 1982 are contained in her spiritual diary, written at the request of our Lord Jesus. These heavenly communications recognized by the Holy Catholic Church perfectly support and specifically amplify the urgency of the message of Fatima. What is the message of Fatima? Pray the rosary daily. There's also the first Saturday's devotion, which, to be perfectly honest, I have to do a way better job with. I'm not going to get into the specifics of that right now. What I do want to focus on is the Blessed Mother's great promise in the end. My Immaculate Heart will triumph. Then, of course, our Blessed Mother promises a period of peace after that. I'm going to tell a quick story. Uh, I guess my first question is, have you ever experienced, or do you believe, or do you know what a divine appointment is? Have you ever experienced a divine appointment? Well, think about what the words mean. Divine means of God. Appointment, you know what an appointment means. So, a divine appointment is something that God sets for you. So this would have been, I actually was, it's interesting, I was just talking about this last week, and that was not my intent to get back into this part of this, but if you recall last week, I talked about that in September of 2018, Jesus was really urging me to take action, to get more involved, and remember, power prayer should never be underestimated, that has to happen. But there's also to be action taken in accordance with God's mercy for will. And I felt very cleanly in my heart that I was to start taking some action. I talked about these groups that I was to join. Now, one of the groups that I was with, we were at what we call Historic Bristol Day. It's a town I live in, Bristol, Pennsylvania. Historic Bristol Day. It's It draws, I, I'm going to guess, probably 7,000 people from not only our town, but from the neighboring towns here in Bucks County. It's, it's, it's one of the most uh, populous days of, of all the events that take place in our town all throughout the year. So on this very day, it was a beautiful day. It was a Saturday. Uh, it was probably the third Saturday in October of 2018. And I saw a woman from our Divine Mercy Prayer Group uh, from our parish. Uh, and I don't think she would mind me mentioning her name. Her name is Mrs. Hoffman. She's a very sweet, kind woman. And I was talking to her for a few minutes, and she said to me, uh, this is my friend, sister, I think it was Eugenie. And she introduced me to, to two different sisters. 
that were of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Now, I was taught by Immaculate Heart. I was taught by the IHMs, Immaculate Heart of Mary, at Sacred Heart School in Havertown, Pennsylvania. So I, I have a great, uh, a great admiration for the Immaculate Heart Sisters in a very special way because I was taught by them. So we were talking briefly. She said, you know, the, I think the sister said, well, how do you, you know, how do you know each other? And I said, we're, we're in, you know, we're, we know each other from church. We're in the same parish. We're in the same prayer group. Uh, we're in a Divine Mercy prayer group. And the sister looked at me. She said, oh, I love Divine Mercy. Then she said to me, do you know about the flame of love? And I said, I said, I don't. And she said, why don't you go? She said, you should learn about the flame of love. And I did. And I, I took her at a word and I, and I went and I researched the flame of love. And I also fell in love with this devotion. And this devotion is not as it's not well known yet. It ought to be. It ought to be well known. But I began to research this devotion again. It's from 1961 and 1982. Jesus and Mary are appearing to Elizabeth Kindleman in Hungary with at the core of the message is with there's there's basically I'll tell you what before I get into the three cores of the message let me introduce you to some of the things that Jesus and Mary are that they say and that'll give you an idea about this message and then I'll explain very briefly how to actually practice this devotion there's there's a lot to the devotion, but in its most simplistic form, there's three main parts. But I want you to hear what Jesus and Mary say about this devotion. There's, they say a lot during these 20 years, but right now I'm going to read you a couple different quotations. Our Blessed Mother said during these apparitions, she's speaking to Elizabeth Kinnaman. Of course, everything is, is meant, the idea that it's meant for us to share and begin praying. Our Blessed Mother said, I place in your hands a ray of light. It is the flame of my immaculate heart. I am your caring mother who loves you and united with you hand in hand. I shall save you. Our Blessed Mother also says, there is so much sinning in the world. Help me save souls. I place in your hands a ray of light, the flame of love of my immaculate heart. Ignite your own heart with it and pass it on to others. At least to one more soul. Our Blessed Mother also says, This flame of graces springing from my immaculate heart has to go from heart to heart. This will be the great miracle whose light will blind Satan. Our Blessed Mother also says, I will spread the flow of graces from my flame of love over all peoples and nations, not just those belonging to the Catholic Church, but over all those marked with the sign of the cross of my divine Son. Additionally, our Blessed Mother also says, I can no longer suppress my flame of love within me. Let it flow toward you, those who grant shelter to my flame of love will be empowered by an infusion of graces and will proclaim to the whole world that such an outpouring of graces has never been seen since the Word became flesh. Amen. I wanted, you to re I wanted to read some of these quotations because, first of all, how it's a great habit to get into, to ask oneself, rather than just lean on our own understanding, what does Jesus say? 
about this? What does Mary say about this? What does the church say about this? And the reason I wanted you to hear these things is because I want you to get an enthusiasm for what's about to happen, for what is happening, and for what's going to happen in your life if you decide to take action upon this devotion, which is my goal, by the way, to be very uh, upfront and clear, is that after you're finished hearing this message, you say, I would like to begin practicing the flame of love devotion in my life. That's all I'm asking. Why am I asking that? I'm telling you right now. Well, first of all, the goal of the podcast is what? To make people happy. It's going to make you happy. The Immaculate Heart of Mary, the flame of love that pours forth from the Immaculate Heart of Mary will make you happy, even happier than you are. If you're saying, I'm so happy, you're going to be even happier. Let me read also, additionally, what Jesus, Jesus says is very He's constantly appearing and speaking, communicating with Elizabeth Kindleman during these apparitions. So I want you to hear one of the things that Jesus is saying here. This is one of my favorite. This is one of my very favorite in this whole book right here. This is on page 34 of this book. This is the, this is, it reads, the title of it is called Gathering an Army. Gathering an Army. St. Pardon me. She's not a saint yet. Elizabeth Kindleman, as far as I know. Elizabeth Kindleman writes, During August, Jesus said, All are invited to join my special fighting force. The coming of my kingdom must be your only purpose in life. My words will reach a multitude of souls. Trust, I will help you all in a miraculous way. Jesus continued, do not love comfort. Do not be cowards. Do not wait. Comfort the storm. Pardon me. Confront the storm to save souls. Give yourselves to the work. If you do nothing, you abandon the earth to Satan and to sin. Open your eyes and see all the dangers that claim victims and threaten your own souls. See, Jesus wants you to be part of this team, this army, this fighting force that our Lord is calling for. So I know that some people, their reservation is before, they're concerned that if they practice a devotion to the Blessed Mother, they're going to uh, not be as close to Jesus, or they're going to offend Jesus in some way. You Remember this, take your feelings, take my feelings, take my, all those yeah, feelings, emotions out of it. And just simply ask, what does Jesus say? Jesus is saying, do this. He wants you to join. Him. He's, he's saying you're invited. He wants you in on this. So it has the stamp of approval from our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember the church that Jesus founded. I've talked to, I talk a lot about this, almost every podcast. But the church that Jesus founded, Clear as day in the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 16, verses 18 to 19, right? Jesus is founding a church upon St. Peter. Jesus is saying, he says to St. Peter, upon you, Peter, I build my church and the gates of the netherworld shall never, shall, shall never prevail against it. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Jesus is, is founding a church. It's the Catholic Church. We ask ourselves, what does the church say? The church approved, has approved this devotion. 
The church wants you to move forward with this. Has a green light from everyone. I don't want to be overly pushy, but I would ask you very simply, after you're done with this message, I'm going to ask you, what are you waiting for, right? What are you waiting for? It's time to get started on this. Let me tell you real quickly three things. I'm going to read you more about this devotion. I want you to get I want you to be so excited about this. That you're you just can't you want to you just can't wait to get started. There's three main differences, three main inclusions you're going to include uh, to begin practicing this devotion. One has to do with the sign of the cross. Let me start with that. To prepare me, Jesus said, this is, I'm taking this directly from the book, The Flame of Love, Elizabeth Kindleman's Diary. To prepare me, Jesus said, a great battle awaits you, but you will conquer in the sign of the cross. When you make the cross, think of the three divine persons. Make the sign of the cross five times while thinking of my five wounds. Always look at my eyes bathed in blood. Tell everyone all that I tell you. Do not worry about how to make the cause prevail. Be a good Carmelite. Be humble and refrain your tongue, not saying unneeded words. Do not worry that you can only give me simple things. I want you to think about this for a second. So Jesus is saying, make the sign of the cross five times to begin and end prayer. Now we find out, now by the way, so Jesus is saying, look at his, always look at my eyes bathed in blood. Now, I wasn't planning on getting into this and I'm not going to get too far. I want to stay focused on this message. But we know what devotion that Jesus, that has the face of Jesus with the crown of thorns bathed in blood. And you see his blue eyes crystal clear. That's the precious blood devotion, which was given from 1995 to 2003, fully approved by the church, which is really the, uh, it, it's, it's an additional, almost like an additional divine mercy because the divine mercy devotion was, I should say, I want to be very careful with this. The precious blood devotion was given specifically in 1995. The first apparition was during the hour of great mercy. And we find out that the precious blood of Jesus is in fact the mercy of God the Father. Now we find that out in divine mercy. The precious blood devotion is really a, uh, it's the completion, I guess you could say, of the divine mercy. You're finding out additional information. It's, it's I believe Jesus says the final apparition before he, he comes again. So um, keep that in mind. And I will be getting heavily into the details of the Precious Blood Devotion during the month of July, which the church dedicates the entire month of July to the Precious Blood of Jesus Christ. So getting back into the Flame of Love Devotion, that's the first thing is you make the sign of the cross five times to begin and end prayer. Slowly, because you're meditating on the three divine persons and simultaneously meditating upon the wounds of Jesus. What's the second thing? The second thing is what Jesus calls the unity prayer. This is an awesome prayer. I, I love this prayer so much because I want my thoughts to be aligned with the thoughts of God. I want my, my heart to beat in unison with Jesus. And if I know that because if my thoughts are aligned with Jesus, if my thoughts are one with God, 
I'm going to do his will much more successfully than if they're not, right? That just is common sense. So the unity prayer, this is number two. This is how you begin this devotion. So sign of the cross five times to begin and end prayer. This is the unity prayer. Add this in. Here's the prayer Jesus taught. Lord Jesus, may our feet journey together. May our hands gather in unity. May our hearts beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other. May our lips pray together to gain mercy from the Eternal Father. I humbly ask this, Lord Jesus, in your holy name and by the power of your most precious blood, O Lord Jesus Christ, amen. That's the unity prayer. Here's what Jesus said about this prayer. Jesus said, through this prayer, Satan will be blind and souls will not be led into sin. So you add, you're adding the unity prayer. What's the third, what's the third thing? The third addition, if you, if you're saying, you know what, I'm, I'd like to pray, or maybe you're on the fence still for whatever reason, but you're not going to be on the fence by the end of this message. I don't believe you will be on the fence. The third way to participate in this devotion is what we call is what's known as the important petition. This takes some time, but once you get used to it, you're going to be so happy because you're going to see so many more blessings in your life. Why? Because Jesus and Mary are asking you to make this change. I know that people struggle with this, but you shouldn't anymore. Because once you always start to see the results, you're not, you're not going to struggle with it anymore. The change is this. Let me let me read let me read this to you. The devotion has a special prayer. Hear the words. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity. People should say this as a prayer. However, our lady wants this prayer inserted into the Hail Mary after the phrase Pray for us sinners. Okay. So in other words, you're going to say the Hail Mary differently, right? The Hail Mary is going to be said differently. In other words, I want you to, you're going to add that, that additional petition, but that's the, that's the, at the core of this devotion. You're not doing this because I'm asking you to do this. You're doing this because Jesus and Mary are saying, do this and be blessed. Do this and be blessed. Okay, let me see if I can. I'm gonna. I'll tell you what. Let me just say the Hail Mary the way that the way that you would hear it with that additional phrase, that petition. So it would be like this: Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity. Now. And at the hour of our death, amen. So you're simply saying the Hail Mary, but you're adding in that phrase. Okay? That's the third, that's the third addition to, to practice this devotion. I want to get in on this. I want to participate in this devotion. These are the three things. Make the sign of the cross five times, begin and end prayer. Say the unity prayer. Say the Hail Mary in that fashion. The Hail Mary is said in that fashion with the additional phrase, spread the effective grace of thy flame of love 
overall of humanity. Now, I want you to hear some more things here because I want you to hear more things that Jesus and Mary are saying about this devotion. And I want you to keep in the back of your mind, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. That's what our Blessed Mother Mary said at Fatima. In the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. And I want you to hear some more of these things from the flame of love. Now this, I'm going to hear, I'm going to, these readings right now are going to, it's going to include both Jesus and Mary, and I will be clear as to who's speaking. This is something Jesus said during this devotion. Let him who walks with me look into my penetrating eyes and merge himself in them. Our Blessed Mother Mary said, the many graces that I give you, if you make good use of them, and you must always use them better and better, cause a great number of souls to become better. Another thing Jesus said during these apparitions, Jesus said this, should you want to speak publicly, or if you're asked to do so, I will then be there to comfort you. Each word should be like a seed, which must bear many fruits among your listeners. Amen. Let me take a, a pause on that for just a brief second. I mentioned our men's prayer group uh, quite a few times on this podcast. It's a That Man Is You group. If you are in America, you you may have some familiarity. It's uh, beginning. It's been around 20 years. It's men's prayer group. Uh, it's just it's a men's prayer group per se. It's really a uh, it's defined as a men's leadership group. Of course, we do pray. Uh, we dis- we hold each other accountable, trying to become uh, better husbands. You know, for those who have children, better fathers, that type of thing. But the point I'm making is, I was uh, fortunate enough where I was the the MC, so I would give a brief uh, speech, I guess you could say, prior to the video being shown. And it's interesting because so many times. So many times I found myself talking and and, uh, highlighting the fact that Jesus says in Scripture at the Last Supper, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So it was interesting that this is the first time, well, I shouldn't say this. I've read this before, but this has been very, very recent that I read this. In other words, I had already experienced the, I had already experienced this. And now I'm reading it that Jesus is saying. So it doesn't come as a surprise. I can testify that Jesus keeps this promise because I always felt that our Lord was giving me those words that were being planted as seeds uh, because that's what Jesus does if we ask. Another thing Jesus says during these apparitions, I'm telling you this, it's, this, is, a, this is another one of these devotions that if you're able to start this, you're going to see so many changes even for those you've been praying for, you're going to start to see conversions and all sorts of wonderful things. So Jesus says this too. The aim is to make known the value of the work of salvation. If only your aspirations for salvation could reach the throne of the Heavenly Father, the success would then be greater. Burn like the bush in flames of fire that did not burn up. I need a sacrifice that does not consume itself and whose fire reaches me. Jesus also said, participation in the sacrifice of the Holy Mass increases to the highest degree the blindness of Satan. 
Now that can mean participation. That can mean being an usher. That can mean uh, you know, being a lector, whatever, uh, an altar server, whatever the case is. But it does. It should give us an idea of how powerful the holy sacrifice of the mass really is. And this is just one. This is an additional grace, in addition to the reception of the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Jesus also said this. My table is all. This is all from the flame of love devotion. Jesus said, my table is always set without interruption. I, the master, have sacrificed everything. Myself, I give you. Jesus said, when receiving Holy Communion, look deeply into your soul and feel the effects of my precious blood and what it produces within you. Do not be insensitive to that. It is not by habit that you should come to my table, but rather propelled by a love that will be fueled as it touches mine and which through me and in union with you will burn away the sins of your souls. Jesus also says, without faith and trust, no virtue can take roots in you. They are the foundation of this holy project for which we are preparing. Additionally, Jesus says, we give you the strength and courage to take the first steps, but you should not delay accomplishing my will or simply dismiss it with the back of your hand. Jesus additionally says, if you do not come to me, how then can I bestow my graces upon you? The fullness of graces is stored up in my heart. My heart is an unending source of love. Keep this in mind. The month of June, which is coming up right around the corner, is dedicated to the sacred heart of Jesus. This devotion is so in line with the sacred heart of Jesus, the immaculate heart and the sacred heart working together. You know, in the, and in the golden arrow, the holy face apparitions in the 1840s, Jesus says to Saint, Sister Mary of St. Peter, never separate these two hearts. Always give honor to these two hearts. I've been trying to do that more frequently, and I am seeing the benefits of including the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the Sacred Heart of Jesus in my own personal prayer life. Jesus also said, "When the con- I'm sorry, pardon me, this is Mary. When the consecrated and the laity observe absolute fasting on Monday, they deliver also many poor souls from purgatory at each Holy Communion during that week at the time they receive the Holy Body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, the church is in great danger. And you cannot remedy the situation with earthly means or efforts. The most holy trinity and the holy virgin alone, the angels and all the saints, and with the assistance of all the souls delivered by you from purgatory are still able to provide for the needs of the Milton Church. Jesus said, I could compare this torrential flood to the first Pentecost. It will submerge the earth by the power of the Holy Spirit. All mankind will take heed at the time of this great miracle. Here comes the torrential flow of the flame of love of my most holy mother. The world, darkened already by the lack of faith, will undergo formidable tremors, and then people will believe. Mary said, only through speech can my flame of love become known. I am standing with sadness in my heart by the side of the world. You have no right to remain silent, neither by cowardice 
nor pride, neither by negligence nor fear of sacrifice. The words you speak about me must be impregnated with all the fervor of your soul so that mankind can be touched by the mystery of heaven. And Mary said, I grant to all of you the grace to be able to see, to see the success of your effort with regard to the diffusion of my flame of love as well as in each heart taken individually as well as in your country and the whole world. You who toil and make sacrifices, you will see that my flame of love will submerge very soon the whole humanity. I want you to hear the Hail Mary one more time, and then I'm going to conclude this message. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace, of thy flame of love, over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I wanted you to hear that again because it's such a critical part of this. It's paramount. To make, that, to make that adjustment if you want to be a part of this devotion. Began this message by saying, in the end, is what our Blessed Mother said, in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph and a period of peace will be granted to the whole world. That was in 1917. Those who are wondering when that may occur, allow me to read this to you from the flame of love. Our blessed mother, this is in 1963. Matter of fact, July 24th, 1963. Our blessed mother Mary said these words. Do not abandon the battle. By my flame of love, a new era of grace never before known on the earth will begin. You see, the flame of love is the fulfillment of Fatima. It's the fulfillment of the Fatima message. One of the the integral messages of Fatima is what I've been saying. In the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph. Our Blessed Mother Mary is saying, here it is. This is the beginning of that end. Our Blessed Mother Mary says, in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph. This is the beginning of that end. And in the end, the flame of love that pours forth from the Immaculate Heart of Mary will usher in an error of peace for the whole world. Let's not delay. Let us not delay, but rather, let's heed the requests of our Lord Jesus Christ and our Blessed Mother Mary. and spread the flame of love.
My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening, supporting, and sharing the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.